I'm back. Rudrance for Black and White Network. If you're new to the channel, punch subscribe, like, comment, share it out. Let's talk about Oliver Anthony. Is going to be something when we cover a lot on this channel because, well, I like his music. I mean, that's, that's all there is to it. I like his music. I like his method in the same manner that we covered Jason Aldean and the fallout around that. Sadly, there is now fallout around Oliver Anthony's music, uh, more particularly rich men north of Richmond. And one of the things I touched on very briefly in my first video of the day about Anthony turning down the $8 million record deal, of course, that's going to ruffle the elite's feathers, um, is that the, the mainstream media is now starting their assault. Anything that that common sense Americans might gravitate towards and enjoy and like and appreciate the message like they did with Jason Aldean, well, now it comes under fire. Rolling Stone, The Independent, The Guardian. And this could be the most ridiculous of the bunch that I've seen thus far, and we're kind of early in this, is the fact that progressives are now wondering if he is a plant, that's right, Variety has concocted a wonderful conspiracy theory around Oliver Anthony's music. This has got to be one of the most absurd takes that we have seen in a very, very long time uh, with anything. But with the mainstream media, they'll go to no lengths to... Uh, put doo-doo on anything that common sense Americans love. And, well, let's, let's be honest. They, um, they did this with Sound of Freedom, right? A movie that should be completely bipartisan. I mean, there should be something that everybody, uh, Democrats, Republicans, Independents, everybody should agree, child trafficking and human trafficking should be very bad. Except they went on the attack with that. And I said, look, that's all you need to know about the media is the fact that when the media can find a way, because if for no other reason, let's say three quarters of the entire movie was false. Let's, let's say 95% of the movie was false. It still brought attention to a very despicable issue that everybody should not agree with and be against wholeheartedly. So when you start writing articles about uh, movies like that, yeah, immediately you put yourself in the scumbag category. Variety. Oliver Anthony's Rich Men North of Richmond is an instant smash among conservatives while progressives wonder if he's a plant. Mrs. Rance is across from me at her desk. <sighs> Recovering from having been in the hospital, she is just shaking her head right now because, yeah, it deserves all kinds of head shakes. And we'll also, by the way, get to uh, where he's at on the chart. We'll cover that a bit in this video, too, uh, after we get done with this. Is a viral sensation Oliver Anthony too good to be true? Too, quote, right to be true. Our authentic working class hero, which is something to be, question mark. Since the Virginia natives rich men north of Richmond song began taking off, 
from out of nowhere less than a week ago, the Appalachian country folk singer has been acclaimed by freshly minted fans as a a phenomenon of the people and accused by detractors of harboring ugly right-wing attitudes are suspected of being a, quote, industry plant. This stuff is baffling. I mean, it is. We are just going to now just take blatant shots in the dark to try to shit on anything that might be good and just. God, it's a despicable place we're in in this country right now. By the way, he he holds 18, 18 of the top 40 iTunes songs right now in sales. That's crazy. Almost half of iTunes, the top 40, is Oliver Anthony. That's fantastic. Bravo, dude. The suspicions of progressive music fans have largely to do with their fast numbers. He's racked up as an independent artist with supposedly no industry backing whatsoever. The, quote, Rich Men video hosted not on his own YouTube page, but of a site that promises, quote, real music, real people, real culture, has racked up 12 million views in six days. All contraire, mo frere. 20 million views as of right now. It's the number one song trending on YouTube. Yeah. The red-bearded upstart has accumulated 341,000 Twitter slash X followers within days of registering on the site. On the iTunes download charts, he has the top three songs as of this writing and five of the top ten. And while paid downloads are hardly a solid measure of broad success nowadays, Anthony's breakout tune has cracked the top ten on a much more indicative one, Spotify's daily U.S. Top 50. It's a phenomenon unlike the recent rise of Jason Aldean's similarly, not unlike the recent rise of Jason Aldean's similarly right-rousing Try That in a Small Town, but with literally a friendlier face. His critics maintain that he's punching down as well as up with his song lyrics about the obese milk and welfare. Well, I mean, you know, it is what it is. They've been doing it for years. They have. Let me have some free shit. There, I just said it. I put it out there. And let me, the working class man, pay for it. Nah, I'm not I'm not about coattail riding or uh, you getting a free ride. Get your ass up. Work two jobs if you have to. Sorry, not sorry. As well as the supposed fat cats in Washington, D.C. that are the main target of the tune. What's known about Anthony who has minimal news or paper trail up to this point, comes largely through the YouTube monologue he put up a few days ago before releasing Rich Men. In that speech, he declares himself nonpartisan. I sit pretty dead center down the aisle on politics and always have. Anthony says, facing the camera from behind the wheel. I remember as a kid the conservatives wanting war and me not understanding that. I remember a lot of controversies. When the left took office, and it seems like, you know, both sides swerved to the same master. And that master is not someone of any good 
to the people of this country. Amen. But if an artist is known by the fans he keeps, the highest profile fans Anthony has quickly accumulated are very much on the right side of the aisle. Well, look, right, wrong, or indifferent, conservatives are now the party and the people of the working class. And this is a working class jam. I mean, let's just keep it real. That's what it is. It's an anthem of the working class. They're trying to call it a right-wing anthem. I don't think it is. I think it's a, an anthem of everyday, hard-working Americans. The guys that are having to mine. The oil-filled guys. You, I mean, just on and on and on. You know, even your law enforcement out there. And your EMTs and people that are firefighters. People that are on the grind all the time. The lady having to waitress at the freaking uh, IHOP for the 14th year in a row. Because it's the only thing that can keep the lights on. Because if you don't have a college degree, waitressing actually makes some money in this country. But it's hard-ass work. It is. Insta supporters like former Arizona gubernatorial candidate Carrie Lake. Represented Marjorie Taylor Greene, firebrand commentator Matt Walsh, former Mumford & Sons banjoist turned political gadfly Winston Marshall, and far right-wing country figure John Rich, John Rich, who said he had long conversations with Anthony and offered to produce and finance a full album. If Anthony wants to prove the centricism he professes by picking up some less partisan public figures as fans, he may want to he may have his work cut out for him given the way he's instantly embraced as a hero by the right. And there's Carrie Lake's tweet. Whether Anthony really is an ideologue in the good old boy's clothing remains to be seen. He has several other songs up on YouTube or TikTok and he refers to a to pot a lot more than he does politics. When he does stick with social issues, he doesn't seem like a political scientist exactly. Also, we're now uh, attacking his brain pan. Is that what we're doing? The only three issues he addresses in his plaints against politicians are high taxes, welfare queens, and child trafficking. His focus on the latter, which is the sole topic he addresses in his YouTube monologue, has led to the suspicion that he may harbor or represent QAnon views. Here we go with the same exact bullshit they pull with Sound of Freedom. Trying to hook on QAnon as part of that movement. Since that is a key bugaboo of that movement, although he has been limited in how conspiratory he has publicly gotten. I wish politicians would look out for minors and not just minors on an island somewhere. He sings a slightly confused couplet that seems to uh, indicate belief in a government cover-up having to do with Jeffrey Epstein. No shit. <laughs> you don't say, tell us something we don't already know. And yet, non-fans may have to admit that in the brief glimpses of him in public so far, Anthony is a less belligerent, more conciliatory, seeming persona than that of the perpetually glowing Aldine. So we made sure we took a shot at Jason Aldine in this, too. Uh, fantastic. I mean, you're running the, the gauntlet of left-wing talking points here. This past week, in playing what was said to be his first public gig ever at a farmer's market, 
he promised to pose with each and every one of the thousands that showed up. Yet, yet there's a sense of righteousness in his undertones that may extend beyond the judgment of obese women. At his public gig, he opened the show by reading a lengthy biblical passage. Here we go. The Attack on Christianity from Psalm 37. My goodness. I mean, come on. It almost seems as if Oliver Anthony hadn't come along, someone would have had to invent him. And some progressives suspect he is an invention of behind-the-scenes forces. Though there's little evidence so far that he is not who he says he is, a factory worker turned farmer with not so obscenely expensive resonator guitar without a ton of industry connections waiting in the wings. Webb Sluice may or may not make headway in proving that astroturfing accounts for his success, but it's not hard to grasp the niche he feels or the guy who filled it might come up organically. That's where we're going to stop because the article goes on and on with the same continuous nonsense that now he has been created in a lab so that right-wingers and right-wing pundits can celebrate him and get their message across via music. Wow. I mean, you want to talk about stretching. That is some Stretch Armstrong-type action right there. And trying to, I mean, you are doing mental gymnastics in order to write hit pieces and come up with new ways to speak badly of this man. That he's he's been created in a lab out there. So right-wingers can celebrate him. And QAnon theories. Here we go with that crap again. It's it's nuts. I mean, and look, guys. Variety, believe it or not. I don't know how many people know this, but we, we covered entertainment for years. You know, Variety is or was the go-to trade paper among stars, movie stars, etc. I mean, they once went there to look for work. It's no surprise that something involved with Hollywood would come up with that kind of an article, but then again, that's sort of what the mainstream media does these days. Let's get over to this. Oliver Anthony bumps Jason Aldean's Try That in a Small Town on the Country Chart. Within the week following the release of the singer-songwriter Oliver Anthony's song, Rich Men North of Richmond, the Virginia native's viral hit had already soared to number one. The track leads iTunes' top entries and iTunes' country charts, bumping songs by Jason Aldean and Taylor Swift down several notches. Along with his song, Rich Men North of Richmond, Anthony is also holding two other top spots in the top three songs with his songs Ain't Got a Dollar at number two and I've Got to Get Sober in the third slot. What a great title for a name. His chart position has pushed Aldine's controversial single Try That in a Small Town down to number four on the country chart and Taylor Swift's Cruel Summer to the same position on the top entries. 
Did Taylor Swift do a country banana rama cover? Anthony, who has been releasing his own music since 2022 under Oliver Anthony Music, currently holds 18 of the 40 slots on the iTunes country chart. Rounding out the top 10 are several of Anthony's other original songs. Quote, I Want to Go Home, Virginia, and Rich Man's Gold. These songs sit alongside country hits like Luke Combs' recent cover of Tracy Chapman's Fast Car, Jelly Roll's Need of Favor, and Morgan Wallen's Last Night. And I wanted to cover this part, too. In addition to the consuming the iTunes charts, Rich Men, North of Richmond, is currently at the number nine slot on Spotify's top 50 USA chart. Wow. I mean, that... That's absolutely unbelievable. He's taking over the country charts. Just domination. 18 of 40 songs? Have we ever heard of anything like that before? I don't know if I... I, I'm, I'm sure maybe somebody... They're not saying it's a record, but... I've never heard of anybody dominating the charts where they got nearly half of all the songs in the top 40 of a particular genre. I mean, now that is unbelievably impressive. But as we talked about earlier, you saw and you see what it is the mainstream media does. Now they're looking into actual conspiracy theories to try to shit on this guy's success. Guys, we are certainly in some of the strangest of times. It's absolutely bananas. And this is the kind of thing that the media does, and you can apply it to everything. Politics, the virus, you name it. If they believe right-wingers, or if they believe anybody that leans right has found something they enjoy, and this, the guy said, I'm center on politics, they find something they enjoy, the media is going to attack them and it. Jason Aldean Try that in a small town. Now we've got an independent artist. And they're baffled by his success, so they have to attack him and now say, oh, well, some right-wingers put him up to boosted his success in what was a calculated move. God, I mean, it's nuts. Tell me what you think. Peace. I'm out. Till next time.